0: Do you shop on Amazon.com? Of course you do. You can now support the Midwest Podcast Network while doing so. Go to Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com and a very small percentage of your purchase will go towards making our network and its content even better. That's Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Bookmark it today.
1: We've been married because there was a time oh. period there where where you were at the house a lot. What what shows have you finished since we've been married? Like what shows have you watched from beginning to end?
2: Um, rules of Engagement, starring um, David Spade, yeah, and Patrick Warburton. Um, True Blood.
0: Yeah, you can. You, we we might actually use this part.
2: <laughs> uh, Big Love. Okay.
0: True Blood, like all. All of oh, the Seven. Yeah, so
2: I started that beginning. To How end, many seasons
3: of Rules of Engagement are there?
2: Like seven? Seven. Uh, That's a half eight, hour show. Yeah. So we'll say three and a half. Yeah, I watched that in like two. I mean, like on average, I watched each one of these series in like two weeks. Okay. Um, You've so finished finished? How like could you
0: finished True Blood that. I watched True Blood
2: like all seven <laughs> seasons in. Record time. I mean, that was my full time job while I was unemployed. (laughs) I I watched. Well, I would leave for for work. I left in the morning,
1: and there was an episode of True Blood starting. Yeah. I'd come home, and there was an episode of True Blood starting. Uh, Yeah. And like, it was what's amazing to me, like not watching all of it and catching parts of these shows, is that I'll come home, and so much has happened to these characters. I'm like, oh, what's going on with so and so? Oh, they're dead. All right. Oh
0: they're dead She's a fairy now He's a werewolf Right exactly
1: And I'm like mm-hmm. "Wow, well, th- Thanks for catching me up I, Now uh, I know so. um, What show. else have
2: I watched
0: Well you finished One
1: Tree Hill So you oh, watched like yes, Three I, seasons of that Yes I
2: did watch One Tree Hill You um, finished Gossip Girl yes. You watched like Two
1: seasons of that Or yep. three seasons of that You finished um, There's another one You finished One of your Kind of teeny Bopper drama Type shows I swear you I don't know
2: I yeah. think so But I can't remember you
1: d- All of Orange is the New Black Up to this point
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Baywatch Nights
1: all of Baywatch Night season two. <laughs> um, we're now on season one, by the way.
2: Yes, um, yeah, we're now on season one.
1: Um,
2: uh, well, I guess okay. So since I
1: in the last started couple of months,
2: working. um, <laughs> working this new job, um, I have watched, um, what have I watched? I've watched.
1: Well, Bones, which Bones. we'll talk about.
2: Oh, um, Bones. I watched. Oh, all of Psych.
1: All of it. That's like seven seasons.
2: Did you watch Monk? That was like I have not watched Monk. I don't think that's on Netflix. Oh
0: okay. Get it right, Tim.
1: (laughs) You watched all of Daredevil and all of Jessica Jones.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Although I will say though that it has affected my movie watching this past year because I was going to like make my top ten and there's only like. 13 that i would consider being on a top 10 yeah. and i'm like that's like, not I, good you're like
0: i'm forcing myself to put some of these on here because i haven't seen <laughs> Yes,
2: movie. yeah i'm like because i need options to you be able to eliminate and then uh, but then top I, 10 tv show yeah i, I, oh my gosh. I could e- i could easily she has seen more it.
1: full television series mm-hmm. than she has movies this year i guarantee oh, wow. yes
2: oh i guarantee and then like i have two on my or three on my worst movies I can't even make a top five worst movies <laughs> like I, ha- I did last year yeah. because I haven't even seen that many. And then I've got like five that were like, eh, like they don't deserve to be on either list. Yeah. So I've literally only watched like 20 movies what? this year and I've watched like 15 <laughs> like whole TV shows.
1: What's the uh, best TV yeah. show you've watched
0: over well, the whole bunch? Before we get to that, welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Tim. I'm Willie. I'm Nikki. Today, welcome to the the actually the, the mothership yeah. podcast, mm-hmm. Nikki. Yes. This the, is. the official wife of the Midwest. For those who, who haven't listened to
1: the Fight the Franchise episodes, which mm-hmm. you should have because they're awesome.
2: They are. Uh,
0: I don't think there are any of those people. Good. That exist. No. Good. But but
2: this is my first time here. So
0: yes, thank you for being it's amazing. Here. Um, today we are talking about TV shows that Nikki has watched. <laughs> We're going to go over <laughs> some some listener feedback. Uh, we're going to do a little more what we've been watching. And then finally, we're going to talk about. Uh, Goodnight Mommy. Yes. Um, I can't do the directors. So, yes, Goodnight Mommy is, is the movie that we're talking Germany's about. Germany's Goodnight Mommy? De- yeah, the, the country of Germany's <laughs> Goodnight Mommy. Isn't it Austria? Austria's Goodnight Mommy? Some, yeah. Some <laughs> European, I mean, Europe's what? Goodnight Mommy.
2: What language is it in? It's in it's German.
0: It's in German, but okay. Austrians... But they speak, like, okay. They speak yeah. German. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before we get <laughs> think- all that feedback <laughs> at <Midwest laughs> com. <filmers.com. laughs> Welcome to the Not Midwest Geography News Podcast. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, feedback at MidwestFilmers.com. Write to us there. Let us know what you think of the show. At MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We're on Facebook and Vine and all that good stuff. Go to MidwestFilmers.com for all previous 100- 159 plus bonus episodes with full show notes. Ooh. You can skip over the spoiler Terry, because uh, we have the time codes written down. And Amazon. Com is where you can write to us and let us know or no. That's where you can spend some money.
1: Yes, and by the way, thank you. We we. I think it's very sweet that we've had we have had some purchases. Using we've the had link. quite a few. Yeah, and it's very very cool that people are doing that. It's not we really quite, appreciate it.
0: I'm going to quit my job. Kind of money. Well, no, but it's it's definitely like we are, we are paying for the the hosting that we that we do, and it's it's helping us keep up with the costs of, of doing the podcast. And and
1: it, you know we we are paying for these movie tickets and yep. and for these Amazon rentals or however wherever we're watching these movies. So it's very sweet to have any sort of
3: uh, appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, it's very nice.
1: Absolutely. So thank you guys for doing that. Yes.
0: Um. So Willie was going to ask Nikki, "What is the best TV show?" Yeah, ever. No, no. Um, out of
1: all the all these ever shows you watched, of all time, out of all the shows you watched, which ones?
2: <laughs> Roseanne, by far. <laughs> out of all the <laughs> shows
1: you've watched since we got married, which one? Which one is like your? Which one's hmm. the best? Which one's the one you're gonna watch again? Like probably multiple Ooh, times.
2: Ooh, that's so tough. Um, because there's been so many. I don't know. Should I list off some? Of What's them? the worst? I mean, because I don't know. If- <laughs> Well, what, we're talking about it. I don't know if that's going to make it in the episode. Well, I
0: mean, the, everything from here on out will likely be in the episode because okay. I'm too lazy to so, edit anything. But.
2: Okay. <laughs> no. So, like, uh, since we got married, I like,
0: like, what, what's, what's bad? What were you like? Uh, was there anything mm. where you're like, I kind of wish I didn't spend the time on this?
2: Well, uh, there was like ones where like private practice. I watched like half of a season and then I went back to try and watch it and I just couldn't get into it. And yeah. I'm a huge fan of Grey's Anatomy. I did get caught back up with Grey's Anatomy this year. Fantastic. And but I could not get into private practice. Um, there was something like I struggled that I used to so love. So anything that
0: you finished, you you liked? Or safe, I or felt think?
2: I felt obligated, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I felt obligated to like finish watching Gossip Girl and One Tree Hill because I were, had committed. To, yeah, I committed the seasons of it. Which one's
3: One Tree? Is that Chad Michael Murray? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, Basketball oh, yeah. drama. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so good. I mean, so dramatic. <laughs> um, I, you know what? I would say that I was quite disappointed with Big Love. Ended up being, and I felt very obligated to finish mm-hmm. off the series and. And I loved it in the beginning, and I wanted to love it throughout. And there's certain aspects that I did absolutely love, but it was just—I don't know—just the, I don't know, the writing. It started to get very, yeah, very tired after a while. But I did. I finished it to the end, and I did like it, you know, for the most part. Not definitely not the best of HBO, but I am. It's no
0: True Dick season two. <laughs>
2: no it, no I, is that a good thing or a bad thing because mm-hmm. i didn't I, I didn't hate true dick season yeah, two probably anybody
0: here hated
1: it no well. <laughs> i would <laughs> maybe i don't know <laughs> i would
0: Lizzie
1: say like that
2: it. i would rather watch true dick season two than watch that's big fair. love again okay um but i uh, i loved psych and i love i'm get uh i'm on season 10 of bones right now i watched bones from the beginning in record time yeah i uh watched like 10 seasons in less than a month over 200
1: episodes under a month yeah
2: yeah i'm i'm a a half a season from being caught up to what's on tv now and it's amazing Uh, somebody (laughs) told me that it starts off really great and then gets you know Kind of bad, you know, and just kind of tired. Yeah. Totally disagree. Um, <laughs> it kind of was that
0: somebody me? Because I feel like that's probably no, it said. was
2: not you. I it was not you, I think it was my uncle. Mm. Um, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, but yeah, no, that I've loved my bones ride. Well, that's good. <laughs> that is, it's been amazing.
0: Good, yeah. I guess we're still, uh, we can just go into what we've been watching. Uh, w- Willie, what have you been watching?
1: Oh, boy. Um, so I w- watched some Bones. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, I re-watched Ant-Man, which I enjoyed even more the second time around. We've reviewed that movie, so I'm not going to do that here. Um, Bones, I guess. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I haven't really watched that much lately. Um,
0: it's been a busy time of year
1: it's a busy Mm -hmm. time of year and i there are some movies i want to get in before um we eventually do a top 10 episode yeah Yeah. but i haven't done all of them yet one of them was the one we're gonna review tonight so that's cool um i'm trying to think if there's anything else i really that i watched oh you know what? i did watch a documentary on canon films i don't think i've talked about this yet on the on the podcast um it's a documentary are you familiar with canon alex
0: I like feel like camera? you've
1: talked about it. No, not the camera, but it's a, it's a it's a. <laughs> Isn't that a camera? Uh, it, a can, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. They're <laughs> they a camera manufacturer. Absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> so Canon was a film studio production company that they made a lot of really low budget, like schlocky, like movies throughout. Well, they started with kind of like soft core pornography, sometimes occasional, almost hardcore pornography, and then they like moved into like <laughs> they started signing actual. Like, kind of actors like Chuck Norris and like guys like that to make their big action movies, like missing in action. I mean, they're responsible for masters of the universe starring Dolph Lundgren, um, all the death wish sequels, you know, there's a lot of different stuff that Canon was involved in. And, um, usually it was a knockoff of something that was popular elsewhere. And, uh, so it's just a documentary about the, uh, the two gentlemen who kind of made Canon into what it was, uh, Golan and Globus and how they just, It's a very, it's interesting. I don't remember what it's called, which is really bumming me out. It's on Netflix. There's a documentary about canon films on Netflix. I don't remember the title of it, which is horrible, but (laughs) it's really good. So check it out. Um, Yeah. A lot of fun.
0: All right. Uh, Tim, what have you been watching?
3: I have been watching. I watched all of Silicon Valley in like a week.
2: Ooh, that's (laughs) good. Oh, yeah. We've watched that since we got married.
0: (laughs) I'm like (laughs) a couple episodes short of finishing season two. Oh,
2: it's, it's so good. So
3: yeah, good. yeah. I won't say anything more.
0: That's a great show. It's amazing.
3: Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I watched that. I watched Curse of Chucky. Uh. Little hint.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I forgot to mention we have the the fight the franchise crew here today. Yes. yes. So <laughs> and uh, we have
2: watched all of the Chucky films. We no. are no
0: uh, today. We you and no. I still have one to watch.
2: We do the newest yeah.
0: one that came out two years ago.
3: Curse of Chucky. Curse of Chucky. Oh,
2: we're so close f- to filming that. Yeah, we need that to, yeah, I mean, yeah, to film, like to recording our our reviews. The of- first
0: video fight the Frenchman. <laughs> oh <my> God! <laughs> yeah. Shot on seventy millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> with an intro, with a, with a-
3: <laughs> it, probably an intermission. The way they run, yeah. how long they run.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
3: Um. And Fantastic Four. I was I, say, I, yeah, you're I would,
0: bearing the lead here. Tim. Get my
3: get my top ten for the year ready. I'm <laughs> uh, watching the Which new made Fantastic Physically sick, actually. right? It did. I had to take a day off of work after I watched <laughs> it. Here's the bummer about this one: is the first half of it's not bad. Like after about halfway through, I was sitting there going, "Like oh, this is all right." I, I, I'm enjoying this. the The characters, it's more in line with the Ultimate Fantastic Four
0: that I didn't read much of. Younger and younger and. But you still feel like it's it's got some DNA of a Fantastic yes. Four movie in there.
3: I like the um, I, I liked Dooman. I like Toby Kebble. Um, I liked the Michael B. Jordan's good. He doesn't get much to do though. Yeah. Um, That's I sad. I really liked. Yeah, it is. It really is a bummer because he's kind of perfectly cast. I really like the uh, read. Um, Ben Grimm relationship in it Hmm. they do I thought they did a really cool job with it and then the second half just feels like it was reshot and rewrote like on the spot like stuff just happens there's never any interplay between the characters it just kind of it just kind of skips to the end and it ends like it's 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 a real bummer because it's set up pretty well I've still seen worse superhero movies (laughs) Um, in recent memory probably I didn't like hate my time watching it but I can't. I wanted. I kind of wanted after the first half. I was like, I kind of wanted to defend this. And then the second half came. I go, oh, okay, now I get it. And, <laughs> and then I watch Ant Man right after. And Ant Man's told was I, I'm not. I don't even think Ant Man's like the greatest movie of all time. But it's told with so much more like vim and vigor than yeah. this. Like this is um, Fantastic Four so dour, so much of the time yeah, and yeah. slow moving. So, and th- that made me kind of reevaluate it too. But. um it's probably not as bad as people have heard. I've seen people like crap all over yeah. and compare it to some of the worst but it's it's probably it's as watchable as maybe the other two Fantastic Four movies. Right. I, Which is it's honestly
1: cool. more than I think any of us would have expected. Yeah, so.
3: There's some there's some good stuff and the last scene with the uh, the team together is like really good and made me want to see more with that team together. And then I remember the like the middle part and I was like I don't want to see it.
0: Well, don't worry. Fox shadily just pulled it off of their slate. Oh, did they? Back in November or something like yeah. that. So, I don't think we're getting another one. It's for the best. But. Yeah. All right, Nikki. You've been watching a Christmas movie.
2: Oh uh, yeah, no, not like not like a Christmas movie. Like a Christmas in, story. Like a oh, Christmas story. Okay, yeah. I've never seen that either. That's but, a shame. Um, <laughs> but
0: there's Willie. Nope. Also a shame.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, but. But we have seen Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, so yes. that is far better than a Christmas story. I'm sure. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen that, you need to. Um, but how,
0: how did you guys watch it? Was it we have oh, a DVD? I, oh, okay. I own it. Right. I, I
2: bought it from it's the video like, store. <laughs>
1: calling it a transfer isn't even fair. It's not. It's really <laughs> shitty. It's just a bunch like, of film tapes to no, a DVD. Seri- I'm dead. Like seriously, it's 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 rough. Like it's the original. Like broadcast of it it's it's but it's fun it it
2: does look like somebody taped it off the tv it really does (laughs) it's yeah it's it's amazing um but (laughs) after I, i was done watching psych on netflix i was searching for like a new tv show and i couldn't and so i was like i'm gonna you know i'm just gonna embrace my inner Teeny bopper, and I'm gonna go and watch some cheesy, awesome Christmas movies. Mm. So I watched a lot of them, like like cri- Lifetime,
1: Hallmark, that kind of stuff. Yes,
2: absolutely. And so I was watching like a Christmas Kiss, where she like meets uh, the love of her life in an elevator, but it turns out to be her boss's boyfriend, and you know, yada yada. It mm. is <laughs> amazing. Gojo really liked it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. And so, but what I realized while watching like these marathons of these movies on Netflix or on TV is that. Dean Cain is in a, just an obscene amount of yeah. these movies. And so I watched I was watching a marathon and and he was in like two of the movies while I was while I was watching, you know, one one weekend and so I looked up on IMDb and since I think 2004
1: he's done like 14 Christmas. He's
2: done 14 <laughs> Christmas <laughs> movies. And or uh, and, and that's just Christmas movies. And then if you count, like, dog movies that he's in, because he's also (laughs) in an obscene amount of dog movies, he probably is reaching close to, like, 22 dog and or, because some of them are combined, Christmas movies. Yeah. I mean, like, there's, like, The Dog Who Saves Christmas Vacation. Like, he's in that. I mean, like, yeah. It's a whole series, Tim. Yeah, it is. There's, like, five of these movies. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas 2, like, Christmas Vacation, The Easter, like, Dog That Saves Easter, The Dog Who Saves Halloween. I mean, there are, like, there. it's a market, like, for these dogs. Is it,
0: like, the dog who saved Rosh Hashanah?
2: <laughs> yeah, I are we mean. Are breaking
0: into the Jewish market yet?
2: Not yet, not okay. yet. Starting but Jerry hope. Seinfeld. The
0: dog who <laughs> saved... <laughs> <laughs> the dog who saved Sweetest Day. Yeah,
2: but he's in so... Starting Josh DeHommel. Yeah, but there's this one, and I can't remember the name of it, but... Um, Dean Cain's in it, and then the middle sister from Step by Step, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Al <laughs> from Step by Step, <laughs> she's in this as an adult." This is the greatest movie ever. And he was like sheriff of this town, and he <laughs> saves Christmas because he lost the spirit. But then Al, you know, helps him, you know, learn the Christmas spirit again.
1: Spoiler
3: alert!
2: Uh, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry, that was
1: just... that was meant for the was spoiler L the,
2: section. Uh, was
3: Elle the one that wore suspenders all the time?
2: No, she was the tomboy. No, that was um the. Oh, no. No, she wore Al, overalls. Yeah, Al yeah. was the youngest sister. Oh. The middle sister was the blonde Dana. Oh, okay. And then the oldest sister, <laughs> I can't remember her name, but she was the pretty one. <laughs> the pretty one, the smart one, and then the tomboy. Gotcha. <laughs> yes.
0: Strip by step.
2: <laughs> bye. Patrick,
0: Patrick Duffy, fellow. uh oh fellow St. Patrick's Day birthday buddy. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You, yes. Duffy and our kittens. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yes. What our kittens. <laughs>
0: it's pretty good.
1: Alex, what have you been watching? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay. I watched the season premiere of Fringe, the series premiere of Fringe. Oh,
1: I'm like, wait, what? There's a new season?
0: No, no, no. My mom bought me the the Blu-ray set of Fringe for, for Christmas. And excuse me, Santa brought me the... the yeah. <laughs> But she's been. Yeah, don't to, don't ruin Dean yeah, Cade's yeah, life. Well, she she, she uh, she's been trying to get me to watch that show since it was on, and I've seen bits and pieces of it later on. But it was cool to go back to the beginning and and give it a try. And it's it seems pretty sweet. I'm excited to watch mm-hmm. more of it. Uh, there's a show on Netflix that everybody is talking about called Making a Murderer. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god, is it good? Is it's it? It's like a. It is a perfect companion piece to The Jinx on HBO, and uh, which which is a show, that, the like the way that they described it on the slash film cast that The Jinx. The thesis is rich people always win against the law, and uh, this the thesis of this show is that poor people always lose against the law, <laughs> and it's amazing. Like I'm ready to so qu- quit you... my job and finish watching the whole series. <laughs> I've only watched two of them so far, but. I can't wait to keep going like you watch the first episode and you're like wow this is such a fucked up situation and then everybody's like oh don't worry it gets worse there's 10 more episodes to it.
1: That's the amazing thing to me is like it's so it's a documentary series and I mean there have been successful documentary series before but generally generally they're like nature shows like this is like a true crime documentary and it's it's in this this Netflix format that they've been doing where they dump them all out at the same time. And people are gravitating to it as hard as they would like a serial, like 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 a scripted television show. Yep, it's amazing to me that this is happening. And I mean, I like CNN. I was in the in the break room at work today, and CNN was talking about it. Like they were like talking about how like this should be up for like.
0: Well, that's the crazy thing, and that's I mean, it's really hard to like spoil these because they're things that are happening in real life. Yeah, but. Speaking of the Jinx, like, the Jinx directly influenced that real-life event because they discovered new evidence while because making of the that show. show. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and so it's watching these things kind of feed off of each other and, and look at all of the information that starts coming out after the fact of these shows is really interesting. So I definitely recommend uh, Making a murder on Netflix. Yeah. And then um, finally, I went out and saw Spotlight on Monday night, which is the show about the investigative journalism team from the Boston Globe that uncovered the uh, Catholic child abuse scandal in the early 2000s. And, Who's in it? Uh, it's got Mark Ruffalo, Michael Keaton. That's right. Um, Rachel McAdams and uh, Tony Stark's dad.
3: Oh, John Slattery. John
0: Slattery and uh and Liev schreiber like it's oh, got wow. it's got a stacked cast and it's fantastic like it's another one a lot like the big short that just made me absolutely infuriated while watching it just considering that it's like if even 2% of this movie's true it's disgusting mm-hmm But I don't
2: know how I haven't heard of this. It's
0: really it's it's a really limited release. It's really small, and it's getting it's got like Golden Globe and Oscar buzz going on. But that's the way those movies always are. Is Mm -hmm. that like oh I've never seen it? Yeah, you'll see it on DVD
1: a couple weeks after the Oscars. Exactly.
0: So it's it's great, and and everybody should should check it out. I think it's that and the Big Short are two movies that I know most people go to the movie theater to like escape, but. I feel like they expose enough on these topics that are like really gross and things that people should really know about, just to know what's that these types of things are happening in the world. So I would check that out. All right, um, let's move out of what we've been watching, go into our listener feedback. Uh, This email is titled "Response from an Unreasonably Rabid Star Wars Fan." Oh, Uh, film nerds, it's Gojo. How you been? I'm writing in response to your segment on George Lucas from the Hateful Eight episodes. episode. Uh, As a person who would have once been considered an unreasonably rabid Star Wars fan, I feel I can offer valuable insight into the situation. Much like you guys, I don't disagree with what George said, more how he chose to say it. Obviously, calling Disney white slavers is the most <laughs> absurd, th- absurd thing to come out of his mouth since his direction of Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> He's probably just afraid that they'll cheapen his artistic vision by making an endless sea of toys and games and kids' clothes and <laughs> prequels and spinoffs. This is sarcasm. <laughs> that was in all caps. I didn't do it justice. Uh, but it's perfectly understandable for him to be apprehensive seeing his creation in someone else's hands. This doesn't give him free reign to dictate what is best for the franchise, though. Star Wars does not belong to George Lucas. When you ask people who, to buy tickets to your movies, to buy toys free y- of your characters, and to believe and support your vision it's no longer yours alone. Fans and fans have invested themselves in Star Wars, the movies, the brand, the idea for decades. And it belongs to them just as much if not more than it belongs to Lucas. He didn't make the Star Wars brand the mythic proportion beast it is today. We did. He created the universe, but we loved it and fed it and grew it into something far beyond what a few silly movies and sp- about say, space spaceships and lasers. With that in mind, maybe you can understand the fan rage over the prequels. Sure, at the end of the day, they're just bad movies, so if all you've ever seen of Star Wars is a, is a movie series, oh well. Maybe the next one will be better. But for we die-hard losers, Star Wars, as an idea, was permanently damaged. While the OG trilogy will always be there, there's now this awful stain on the universe. Just like a Bill, Bill Cosby joke, it'll never quite be what it was. Even now, <laughs> most people can't talk about being a Star Wars fan without a caveat about how those first three were no good. Uh, The prequels didn't make the original movies worse, no, but they have undeniably changed the brand for the worse. Uh, So that's why Star Wars fans hate George Lucas. I won't claim it's it's reasonable. It certainly isn't healthy. Yes, he made the world for us, and we'll always be grateful for that. After that, though, things just got messy and weird, and he wisely gave us some space. When he makes comment like like this, we just wish uh, most of us just wish he would stay hidden. We're happy now, George. Be happy for us. Shit, that was long. Sorry, too long. Didn't read. Shut up and go away, George. Star Wars is the loving mother. George Lucas is the father who was a great guy at first and eventually got tuned into his work and became very toxic, a very toxic influence on the loving mother. <laughs> Star Wars fans are the children who dad thinks is a piece of shit who ruined poor loving mother's life and after the divorce just can't be happy that she found someone else. And Disney is the good guy stepdad. And then uh, finally, here Gojo says, "You may have noticed that George Lucas's name isn't capitalized anywhere. This is intentional. During my angrier youth, I've forever revoked his proper noun status. <laughs> while I now see this as an irrational, while I now see this as an irrational decision, I am a man of my word." Gojo, hmm. thank you, Gojo, for writing in. He thank you. he said he said after he listened to the podcast that he wished he was there for the conversation. Mm-hmm. So I told him to write in, and and he did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I'm not one to believe in the argument that once something bad in a series comes out, that it forever tarnishes that series. But
1: no, I mean, I guess it could if it's bad enough. I mean, I, I don't know. I have, I can't think of an it's example. It's super
0: hard for me to be like, like uh, the fact that the original trilogy is untouched by the fact. Well, that's a whole other argument. But the fact that those movies came out and they were really good. The prequels don't make it any better or worse for me, and I can no. completely ignore them, as as we talked about mm-hmm. in the last episode, because I'm some kind of demigod that can walk to Earth.
4: <laughs> but.
2: but never, being somebody who's never... Well, I, I've seen, like one and a half for two <laughs> of the Star Wars movies. I've seen episode four and five. Like
0: You got the just... Darth Vader twist spoiled for you somehow in the 2000s. <laughs> Seriously. I did, in this I did. millennium.
2: I did. That I happened. did. That and sucks. Somehow. She, could have, pa- decade, that I, she yeah. could have watched Empire. In the past
1: decade, that occurred. She could have watched Empire like in I, her 20s and not have known what was coming. I, yeah,
2: and I would, uh, my mind would have been blown. Um, but, I, but just knowing, though, like... How long ago did like the prequel series come out?
0: Uh started in 99.
2: Yeah, I mean like how can those movies I mean ruin what's coming out now? Like th- there's no way. I mean, we are so unbelievably forgiving in a certain sense in our in our society. I mean, I I mean Fantastic 4 for instance. I mean, <laughs> it was like a a, a semi movie and then it was a really crappy sequel and then 5 years later then they try and reboot it yeah. and like people still were very hopeful for it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You can't say that something that happened in 99 that started in 99 like is going to affect people today because it
0: Yeah, I I I, yeah. mean,
2: I and not I mean not like hopeful, but like I don't know, like Blind, <laughs> I don't know. It's
0: like, well, and I think I think I said when when I was getting ready for The Force Awakens, I sat down with Nicole and watched 4, 5, and 6. Mm-hmm. Didn't give a shit about 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty easy to ignore. Mm-hmm. I think the but, most interesting
1: thing here is the debate about who does that, who owns Star Wars.
0: You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I think like that's it, a really interesting thing. That, that, I think, is the most
1: interesting thing because it's like, yeah, I mean, George Lucas created Star Wars. And it's, you know, it's, it is his creation. I mean, he, he is the inventor of Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and Jedi and all that stuff. So it's his, but then at the same time, when something becomes as, and there's really not much else to compare Star Wars to in terms of being that big in pop culture. So it's tough to, for there's no precedent for that really, other than Star Wars. Yeah. When it becomes this big, is it still his? Like when there's this many comics and authors writing about it and, uh, Fans making fan films and like like when does it become more than because I don't know it's an well indig- it's he did
0: sell it to Disney but yeah so
2: exactly definitely but definitely he his sold his it he sold it you know he yeah. sold yeah. his baby so you know what you gotta shut the. F up about it because, you know, like you sold it. If it, if, that meant, if it meant that much to you, I mean, you are a quadrillionaire. So like, yeah. it's not about money. It's not about selling it so that you can make money or anything like that. At this point, if you're going to sell it, then you've got to shut up because it, it, you know, it meant, it, I don't know. It, it meant little enough to you that you're going to sell your in quotes passion project or whatever it was to him, I don't know. But you know what you you don't have any right. I don't think to then you sell it off and then it's somebody else's project. You shut your mouth and say, <laughs> "I you know I I have nothing to say on the subject." Whatever. I think it's
0: pretty petty of him to it, be kind yes. of like this. Isn't what I would have done. With yeah. Well, then shut seven. the
2: F up. Then you should have done it yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I don't disagree. I I think it's I think it's um. I think one of the reasons why people have such a backlash against it is well, a the white slavers comments a bit much, and then on top of that, I think that I think that a lot of people were really happy with George when he because they did the whole like they went on t- uh, they did some sort of video like press conferencey type thing yeah. where he sat down and was like. I'm giving it off to a new generation of filmmakers. It's yours now. Like, I'm finally... I think after years of feel, of fans feeling like he was, like, had the iron grip on the series and he could do whatever he wanted to it and change things and do whatever, that finally, like, he was going to let a new generation of people... And that's very cool. And I felt really... I was like, good for you, George, for, like... I mean, obviously, the guy made $4 billion off the sale. So it's not like he was... You know, I guess he donated all the charity,
0: though. He donated
1: a lot of it, or A lot of it, which is awesome. But anyway... Um, so I think this almost like now that he's getting a little, he's made a couple comments about how he's not super happy with the direction they went. I think people are feeling like he's going back
3: on his word there,
1: which, yeah.
2: which he is. He kind of is, I guess. He is.
3: Yeah. But he hadn't seen the movie yet. They asked mm-hmm. him what he thought of the movie. Yeah. He, hasn't he hadn't seen, seen the movie yet. No, he, he, he did. Oh no, I just meant like when he was giving it away, like giving his baby oh, away. Oh, yeah, he yeah, hadn't true. seen the movie oh, yeah, yet. And have, then he saw the movie he and, could he have went, absolutely, Shit. and he said, "I don't really like it."
2: <laughs> he could have absolutely fair. like put a stipulation in there like I would want some say in what I think that the yeah. series would go into. He could have easily done that. And and I think that it would have easily been accepted by who by Disney and whoever was taking on the project. Oh my gosh, George Lucas wants to wants to give me his input on what he thinks is going to go on, oh, I'd gladly take it, you know, whatever. And, but he didn't, so shut up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, I'll say this real quick. Okay. <laughs> well said if I go, Joe. His analogy works well. About the broken family? About the broken family. George yeah. has gone away. He's, he's, he's in another town now. Disney's your doodaddy, Star Wars fans. <laughs> you will have no money left. As someone who's been to Disney, they are going to rob you blind. <laughs> <laughs> your new daddy is some sort of Wall Street tycoon. <laughs> and he's going it's to l- <laughs> and yes, he's going to get you a lot of Christmas presents that you'll have to pay for.: Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to come from a racist family. <laughs> <laughs> That's true,
0: All right, well, I think we can move on then to our review of "Goodnight, Mommy. Uh, this movie was directed by Severin Fiala and Veronica Franz. I apologize for my <laughs> pronunciation of both of those. Franz uh, sounded correct, uh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. And then uh, the movie stars Suzanne Woost and Lucas Schwartz and Elias Schwartz. I apologize for those as well. The IMDb <laughs> synopsis says: Twin boys move to a new home with their mother after she has changed, uh, has face-changing cosmetic surgery, but under her bandages is someone the children don't recognize. Um, dun, dun, dun. yes dun 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 indeed um yeah willie this is a movie that that you suggested uh and yeah we watched it yeah we we did watch
1: it i i there was a lot of buzz about this and it seems like every year there's one or two foreign horror films that there's a lot of buzz about yeah i think this was really the only one i can think of this year foreign wise the other one that i think had the buzz that that made people interested when no one was interested at first. Was it follows? Would be the other one. Yeah, um, not really foreign. Not foreign, but, but, but it's another like kind of smaller and horror I guess movie. The Babadook as well. Yeah, the which Babadook, I yeah, think was yeah. technically last
0: year. Yeah, but, yeah, was but still,
1: idea. there's every every I'd say six months or so. There's that horror movie where everybody's like, "Oh, you gotta see this," you know. And sometimes it's totally. I feel like it's totally warranted, and you're like, "Wow, that's unique and different." Other times, you go, "They're just touting this because it's better than all the other schlock that's mm-hmm. out right now." So it, you know what I mean? It depends, but um, yeah, I really wanted to see this just to get
3: it in before the uh, top 10.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Tim, do you want to start us off? Okay. What did you think of the movie? Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was... Um, it's a movie that reminded me a little of a an older movie, I guess. God, it's older now. I, isn't that so weird? old. Um, high Tension or hot, mm. hot. 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 Hot Tension. Hot, hot Tension. And, um, I didn't even think which of that is, which is compare
2: an, those two movies.
3: Which is another non-American film from I, some other country that, 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 that we
2: will not... <laughs> Is that why you're comparing that? Because they're too it's foreign French. horror I it's Yeah, I think it's French.
0: I totally forgot to talk about Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, which was an okay movie. But there's a certain part where the main character is writing his essay as if he's Werner Herzog. <laughs> and it's perfect. It's no. so funny. It's really good. There's some great things in the movie. But anyway, sorry. To, <laughs> no, you're back Back to hot tension. Hot <laughs> tension. Uh, so
3: that's, and a little bit of the Baba Duke too. It rhymed me a little bit of yeah. to a couple of recent horror movies. Um, I liked it. It, the reason I brought up Hulk um, Tension is because at the time that I watched it, I remember thinking like, man, there's some cheats in this movie because it's got a twist ending. And I'm like, there's some stuff in this movie. I like the twist. I, I went, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of threw me off. I think I would probably like that movie now that I'm older. Because I have gotten um, more forgiving of narrative cheats when it comes. And this has got, I think, one or two where I went, oh, boy, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> um, but as a metaphor for what it's saying, it didn't. I was more interested. I, I, I think I'm more interested in that aspect of film as I've gotten older. So I think that's why I like this one um, better the first time I've seen it. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. Um, it's a very slow burn. Yes, it um is. very slow burn and it's at times I don't know I was I was really creeped out by it at times it, mm-hmm. it gets Absolutely. yeah it gets gross and um and it but it plays with some interesting things I I I thought it was a very interesting movie
0: All right willie what would you think of goodnight mommy
1: I love watching foreign horror films um more than well, I like watching horror films more than any other genre but foreign and foreign is interesting because different cultures are afraid of different things. And sometimes you watch a foreign horror film and you go, wow, is that scary? I don't understand. <laughs> and sometimes you watch a horror, horror, foreign horror film like this and you go, wow, I didn't realize how scary that would be. Like I never, like my American mind never thought of that as something that could be scary. And this one kind of does that. I think it, it just the concept of a of these two children who, you know your your mother growing up as a young boy is like you know it's every she's everything you know like mm-hmm. she's super important to you and to villainize that and to spin it on its head and to can you imagine, I mean just the fear of a child that doesn't recognize physically or um right or see the character of, her, of their mother in this woman that's come home after this however long she was gone i mean that that's terrifying and like it's just something that i don't think I don't think you'd see it... Certainly in this way... Presented in this fashion... From an American filmmaker... And that's why I appreciate this movie... Um... Very creepy in spots... Definitely got under my skin... Um... I agree with Tim's comparisons... To the other movies he he brought up... Um... I think... This one does... The things that those movie... Movies do better... I think... Um... Really like the performances... Uh... The kids were great... Um the mo- the the actress playing the mother was did a lot of interesting stuff because she kind of balanced between this sweet like caring um like almost cliche like you know sing bedtime songs to your children as they're falling asleep. like that kind of to like never knowing what she's going to do next and really being like you you put yourself in the mindset of these kids like yeah. You, yeah so it's i liked it a lot um i'll probably watch it again at some point down the road um but uh I think horror fans should check this out if they haven't already for sure. I can't say everybody should watch this cuz I don't think it's for everybody and I think some people would be like, "Ooh, like I'm, I'm good." But uh no, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's worth a watch.
0: All right, Nikki, what'd you think?
2: I <laughs> i really i i did it. I really liked it. I would say like seventy five percent of me okay. just really <laughs> really enjoyed it, and twenty five percent of me was like eh, whatever, <laughs> but which I think is a good thing yeah. um but I in the very beginning of the movie it had a very like pan's labyrinth feel to me if we're gonna like, compare it to other movies and and not necessarily horror mo- or like foreign movies, but i really i had this very it was this very strange, like, they're in the the wilderness, and they're having this good time, and there's this music playing that's kind of nice but strangely eerie, and I, it, it just... I was just... I, a lot of the movie, I waited for, like, the other shoe to drop, and, it, and I think that was a good thing. Like, it was. It was a very slow burn, and there's so many times where I sat there, and I was like, okay, so this is where it's going to happen. Like, whatever is going to happen, this is when it's going to happen. And it didn't. And it was good, in a sense. Like, there was a couple times where I was like, okay, this is dragging a little bit, maybe. But but for the most part, I was... I mean, one of my biggest fears while watching movies is creepy children. <laughs> and, I mean, like, and then you throw in- Twins
0: are inherently creepy. Oh,
2: oh, and then twins. And then creepy <laughs> twins. Yeah and then blonde twins I've seen Village of the Damned like that is no that is uh uh not a not a thing that I'm ever gonna do in my life and no no never never they are being sent away (laughs) <laughs> straight away, if I have blonde twins,
1: you do rise. Mm. There's, there's a good chance these would be my children as well. Correct? <laughs> I hope
2: they're being sent away. Right, don't are.
1: get attached, Willie. No, yeah, don't. don't. If they come out and they're blonde and Mm-mm. they're multiple and multiple, just, just walk out of the room. Just no, leave. just
2: yeah, don't, don't even. Don't
1: give them names. No, because <laughs> they're
2: not staying. But like that is just something that's very that's always been something that I've been as, uh, afraid of is just children who do creepy things. And, and, and I just know it, going into it, you know, and seeing them right off the bat, I was like, there's something off. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to like them. I am not going <laughs> to like them. I don't care what happens to them. I'm not going to like them. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but <laughs> I, I, don't know. I, I did. I really liked it. I thought it was as good and it was creepy. And and it did it made me like keep guessing a lot of things like uh, multiple times through the movie either willie or myself called the twist and then it did it changed up and we thought we had it pegged and then we didn't and so i liked that very much that it did keep us guessing
0: all right uh i didn't really enjoy this movie that much (laughs) You know, getting- as I was watching it, Alex... I the same. As I was watching it, I went, man, did I do this to Alex again? I know.
1: <laughs> well, shit.
0: I, it, and the thing is, I think I what I enjoy more about it is it was reading about it, and I think I'll, I'll enjoy talking about it more when we get into spoilers. But uh, to me, it, part of what Tim was talking about, I think, in terms of the narrative things that it does, like, I think there are some very intentional misdirects that I think just are complete bullshit and (laughs) have no place. Like I want my movies to be smarter than that. I don't want you to mislead me by showing me things that are just patently not accurate. And unless it has some kind Mm -hmm. of function, like if, if the people in this movie were all tripping on acid or something, okay, cool. I -hmm. get it. Fine. But that's not the case here. I don't think. Mm -hmm. Unless I missed an important scene, but
2: unless you saw the children with their <laughs> acid in their <laughs> well, bedroom, yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> Come here, Lucas. the roaches were acid. Take a you get it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's there's just so much in this movie that I'm just kind of like, this none of this works for me, and I I, ri- I I I like the the slow burn kind of thing, but I kind of felt like things were a little bit telegraphed. And not only that, but they also try to throw in those intentional misdirects, which just fell really flat to me. And it all in all, it was just kind of like
2: mm. I get that. But I do. Like I feel like you have to be very forgiving with certain aspects of the movie. <laughs> I absolutely agree. Like if you are forgiving and you kind of Suspend your not not suspend your disbelief, but if you just kind of yeah open up and you're like okay, well this is this is how it's gonna be then, and you just accept it with no questions then. It
0: is. I think I would have enjoyed it more if I sat d- myself down and was like, "I'm not going to sit here and try to figure this movie out." Mm-hmm. I, if mm-hmm. I if I was more, I know Nick always says that he's usually pretty good at not trying to call the twist as he's I, watching I never the movie. Do. If I could sit down and just be like, "I'm just going to watch this movie," I think it would have been better for me. But unfortunately, I'm cursed with being like, "Oh, I think it's this or, <laughs> it's this, or this."
1: I do the exact same thing. Yeah,
0: and it's it just kind of it. it it's no, I see. Yeah, ruined part of the movie for me. I'm
3: one of the like with this one. I I sat and I watched it, and then the twist came at the end, and I went, "Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah." Like that's not really a twist, is it? Like, and <laughs> yeah. I don't think, and it's it's almost treated like a reveal, which is not good. I was more interested in, um, I guess I was more maybe distracted by the stuff with the mom, like whether she was or wasn't the mom. Yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. like I kind of thought that like that was I guess maybe what I was distracted by more that time and um and i will say i think i read somewhere that this is their first like narrative film okay. um this is their first I, I think they're more of like an experimental um filmmaking duo i can see that so yeah
0: this is their
3: first straightforward yeah it so makes
0: sense but
3: you can kind of see that you know the, it's a very I,
1: pretty movie though i'll say that yeah i didn't get chance so, to say that, but yeah. it's very very beautifully shot i think Did those kids
3: run outside in the hail yeah, that's dangerous. That's dangerous.
1: Not only were they hit by hail coming down, they were whipping it at each other. So. Yeah.
0: Nick is like, "Yes,
2: <laughs> but uh...
0: destroy the children."
2: <laughs> I will say though that, like speaking with like how we watch movies, is that Willie is much more of a, a person who tries to figure out the ending, and I am definitely not. I'm just on whatever roller coaster ride you want to take me on. Yeah. Even though even with this movie I I kind of switched things up you know subconsciously and, and I was trying to figure things out. Like there was a lot more things that kind of triggered it in my head as like little flags while I was yeah. watching it. And, but at, I and I marked it down because we paused the movie. Forty-six minutes into this movie, Willie we stopped it and he tells me what he thinks the, the twist is. Completely unsolicited. He just goes, hey, I think this is what's going on with this film. And I just said...
0: I, I didn't, didn't want to know I that. didn't
2: ask for what you were thinking. <laughs> and then it turned out and to then, be <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no. Not completely. No. Partially. No. Partially. partially. Don't give yourself all the credit. You were not completely right. <laughs> <laughs> no. no um. <laughs> I, think I've, I think
0: that I've done that to Nicole as like, well. And, and and then like, I, I like, like, think this is happening. She's like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah. And I'm like, I did not ask for that. and And then... We kind of had a little like few minute dialogue about it. I was like, "This is what I was thinking," and these were the little flags that went up for me, and you know, and there was certain things I was like, "Okay, I agree with with what you're thinking," and then, but I was like, "I don't think you're right on this," and then it was like fifty four minutes in. I wrote that down too (laughs) on my notes. Like, I mean, just shortly after we started watching it again, where I was like, "No, you are not right. Like, we are not right at all." And then it ended up being like, "Where was that kind of happy?" Yeah, in in the middle. But then, like you were saying, like they kind of like are throwing things at you to misdirect you, and and that's where at that moment we're we're like. Oh shit, we're totally wrong. But
1: that's part of the fun, I think. Though, is the mm-hmm. as you go through the movie, you go. I think oh, I thought I had it. No, nope,
0: there's something about this filmmaking that is is demanding you to figure it out because I don't feel like the hints are as subtle as they could be. Oh, absolutely, no. No, absolutely. So you know, anyway, we're talking should around we just, a lot. Yeah. So should we, we should just jump just in? Get into spoilers. Yep. So, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back for Spoiler Terry for Good Night, Mommy. Here we are in Spoiler Terry for Good Night, Mommy. Uh, Tim, do you want to talk about some of the narrative cheats yeah. that you spoke of? Yeah, there's that one. I think I also want to talk about.
3: Yeah, there's one big one in particular we were thinking of. And that's the scene in, I think it's, it's probably the middle of the movie where she runs into the woods. And yeah. her face just like violently shakes back and forth. And it, she comes like a blur. It's almost like she's possessed by some sort of demon. Yeah. And it kind of, it kind of throws you that way, I think, for a second. And then I almost think it's kind of, it feels like even if it's, it feels like, it felt like to me, and maybe I just didn't get it, but it felt like to me like it was trying to throw you off the scent of what yeah. the twist was, and that's what kind of bummed me out um, at the end of the movie because uh, the twist it, it was obvious, it wasn't obvious that like I called it, but at the end of the day, it was kind of obvious that it w- was what it was.
2: But can I like, defend the twist? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, in a sense, like where I was, I agree, I was completely thrown off by that, where I was like, "What the hell is happening?" But then you see right away it's not something that's like ambiguous at the end of the scene it's that he the child whatever one it is like wakes up and then it's uh, an obvious dream and then i don't know if that was the first dream or the second dream he is he has two dreams so at least they
3: oh i remember the second because the second dream is the roach dream right oh yeah okay. yes. Yes. and okay. that's so... the one i remember being a dream the first one i didn't the first oh, okay. one they
1: do wake up which I, I will say this: It's absolutely trying to point you in
0: the in the, the wrong direction,
1: but it, I I wouldn't call it a cheat only because they do show the kid wake up right after. They, do. But, so I they don't, do,
0: but that to me it, it's 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 still a cheat because you're kind of using this ambiguous: is it a swing, uh, scene switch or is it a dream?
1: Oh but no, it's 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 no, very it's, um it's very manipulative. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a cheat.
2: I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think I that's a
1: little. Like a I, cheat is like – okay, so a cheat is like – we're going to give a couple spoilers for High Tension here. Yeah. So sorry if you haven't seen it. But High Tension, the twist is that the main girl is, in fact, killing all the people. Like the, the girl that you think was running away from the killer the whole time is actually killing people. But it's a cheat because you see her at points in the movie like watching the killer with other like other people. Like there's a point where she's like – yeah. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. Like, that makes... Because no, there's no... It's not a dream sequence. That would there's be no, complete It's bullshit. a complete cheat. Because yeah. her and the other uh, the other female in the movie, the one that mm. she's trying to survive with, uh, I believe, are being chased by the killer at one point. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. She's... If she... What? And then it shows her, like, on a security camera doing
0: the actions that you saw the killer doing earlier. That that movie cheats. Although, I guess I'd like... I don't know. As I mean, somebody I, I, who loves Fight Club, I... I think for some reason I'm okay with that more than I am. Very, that's interesting. This, yeah, because to me, the child waking up can very much just be the start of a new. Of a could new be a scene day. change. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Which uh, you know, it's not like I think I'm fairly. I I'm fairly certain that that happens at some point in the movie too, where. The shit that happens on before is just something that goes on, and then all right, that scene's over, and he wakes up for the next day. Sure,
2: but you, but you see in the movie where there are times where where the mom is like sleeping, and then the child comes in and tries to wake her up, and then you find out that she's like pretending to be sleeping. Yeah, and as soon as she, she walk, you know, he walks out. She's sleeping, so then it's like she doesn't want anything to do with her son, or she's afraid of her son, or whatever. And then,
0: or she's evil. Or, that, yeah, know. or
2: she, yeah, she's the evil one right. who wants nothing to do with her child. And then, and then he or has she's this just dream. a dream of
0: cockroaches operating a human body.
2: <laughs> and then, and then there's <laughs> like a Men scene. In black. Where Halloween three. <laughs> there's a scene where he is. Having a, a a dream about his mother and she's being the evil one. So at that point in the movie, you're not sure who the who the you know in quotes bad guy is. And so then you're seeing it from both sides. So if you think about it that way, is that it's not a cheat. You're just seeing both sides of the spectrum, and you just you don't get to see inside of her head. To see, like, she could be having really weird, fucked-up dreams about him. And it might have been really cool to see that side of it from her perspective. But at that point in the movie, you don't know. You don't know. Like, at at that point in the movie, I will say that when we were speaking, Willie and I were, like, having a dialogue about what was going on in the movie. I said, well, maybe, maybe the mom isn't the evil one like maybe maybe she's not the one that's fucked up maybe it's the kid or the kids and so you know i was like think about it that way like i have a feeling that there's something wrong with the kids right so and whatever that is and and so then you're seeing it from both sides like both sides are thinking that the other one is is the bad guy like you know like they're both
0: like if you if you want me to be okay with the scene in the forest, she needs to, like, be shaking her head or whatever, and then glance over and see one of the kids watching, and then, like, run up and stab him or something, and then he wakes up. You wanted oh, more no. of a... I look. wanted a deliberate, this is a dream. This is not happening. And, yeah. okay. and because I didn't get that, I feel like the movie isn't smart enough. Like, I I want you to be more clever. but, sure. but, if, but. if that's what your movie's going to be.
2: But. The only time that things happen that are outside of like the norm, like the head shaking violently yeah, and the, the cockroaches the and stuff cockroaches. like that there they are like they are more of like dream sequences. Everything else that happens in the movie is is very much something realistic, whether it's fucked up or not. Like it is, it is very much in 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 the real and like in the realm of something that could actually happen. So you do have to assume now. Given they could have done a better job of 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 making it more of a fantasy a little bit, but but in the sense of things that they were trying to still make it so that it's like holy shit, is this happening or is it not? Okay, it is. You know, like I don't know, like I don't think that's a cheat. I think that's. Like, what? what is going on right now? And then they do, exp- they do explain it. Maybe not with words, but they do end up saying, okay, like, he obviously then wakes up because then there's that bell going off. And then, and then, so it's their turn to to switch their shifts. The, which is terrifying. By the, that was really creepy. Yeah. That was very effective because yeah. because they're obviously terrified of their mother, so that they are taking shifts sleeping. <laughs> does so the,
0: does the does the timer going off? Do you hear that before he was I don't up? remember. Because if that's true, then I'm just not watching close enough. Honestly, I, I, I that I don't, be. don't know. Because I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get the sense to me like they were portraying that as a dream. Okay. The, no, la- the, I language, the language, fair enough. I mean, the language I of the movie was w- didn't didn't work that way. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's much. fair enough. I think we don't. You know, I think it's if if you know if more more than one person here
0: felt it was a cheat, then it can be a, it can be considered mm-hmm. a cheat. But I mean, that's why
2: that's why I would love to rewatch this movie. You said that and you would not want. I think no, no, no. I think
0: a second watch of this movie would be more rewarding than the first one. Just to kind of. Pull at the strings of the of the twist. See how much it
1: Absolutely. is lining Absolutely. up with the, the Because there
2: were you know. certain things while I was watching where, then later on I was like, "Holy shit!" Like they weren't like I knew right away. I was like, "Why isn't she saying one of the boys' names?" Like yeah. I and I said that like when they were playing their game with the post note or whatnot. Like yep. I, I, like at least at, le- at least at the forty six minute mark when Willie was telling me his what he thought the movie was. I was like, I thought it was weird that she was only saying one of the child's names. Mm -hmm. And then, and then it switches and then it ends up, you know, being that she was saying the, the child's name that, or it wasn't her that was saying the child's name. It was the other twin that was saying the child's Mm -hmm. name, like the other twins name. And so I was like, Oh shit. Like it's Elias. That's alive. Not Lucas, which I thought was reverse. And, you know, so there's certain things that kind of go on like that, Mm -hmm. but, um, I don't know.
1: I want to talk real quick about one thing I, I, another thing I like about foreign films and, and foreign horror films is there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of subtext and I feel like they like to dig psychologically into like act like the human condition and the, what makes us tick kind of thing. Um, there's a lot going on here with the mother and rediscovering her sexuality that I think is really interesting. Um, I mean, this is a woman who, um, has lost a son, has lost a husband, um, has, I, I assumed did you guys think that she got the surgery because of the accident? That was my assumption mm-hmm. was like, she was yes. somehow disfigured in the accident. Yeah. They, they make it seem at first, like she got it because she's this news anchor and she's on TV, but I almost got the vibe that maybe it was because of the accident, something was fixed that, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I could. They no, don't say. I it. didn't.
0: I to me. I felt like the only accident that happened was to Lucas. Okay. On, right? My thought was there was a car accident I, or something I, of I, some I sort. I But had just, the
2: assumption that it happened to. Either the mother and both the children or like all four of them and who that's I
3: thought it was yeah at least um, Lucas and the mother who got in the accident and then the boy but you did think the mother was in the accident I thought the mother was in the accident and then the boy blamed himself obviously but anyway so so
1: that was my assumption And, and so you have this woman who's lost the son, the, the husband. Uh, she clearly values her physical beauty because she's on TV and she's presenting herself in this way, who I assume has been scarred or somehow disfigured. And, you know, she gets this operation and... There's a lot of scenes of her stripping down naked and it seems like it a lot of people could just call it as all oh, we just they just wanted some T and A. That's a, that's not what's going on there. <laughs> and I think there's a lot, you know, even the dream sequence with her running out in the woods and, and taking off all her clothes and just being out there in the woods and like there's a bit there about if you think about the psychology of somebody who's lost all this, there's gonna be a sense of not just loss, but of like a lack of self worth and a lack of and I think anytime somebody like a relationship ends, you have to rediscover yourself in that way because you haven 't had to think about that consciously think about that that much yeah. um if when he hears her on the um on baby that, monitor she 's yeah. clearly pleasuring herself yeah uh, that 's what it yeah. sounds like there's yeah. I thought there was some interesting stuff there, and i 'd almost want to rewatch it to see how much of that theme carries through. It was interesting to me. I think that the european European filmmakers are and Europeans in general are a lot less afraid to explore stuff like that, yeah, and that 's why I find it interesting. That they chose a movie like this, which is really nasty, gets really, really nasty, um to explore something like that. Or at least I think that was intentional. So if not, I'm digging, but I'm cool with that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I dig that. Tim, you got any other topics for discussion and spoiler
3: No, no. I mean, I think we kind of touched on it. The only other thing I thought about was obviously the mistrust of by the by the son of the mother. I think that's a really scary thing to explore. Mm-hmm. Um especially from a child's perspective. Um the authority the uh, the authority figure you can't trust is like one of my favorite themes in mm-hmm. the world. And mm-hmm. um I thought this this kind of conveys that. And there's a um, the, the second the one that I was sure was a dream sequence. The say it's so gross when he cuts them open and I really like when he cuts her open. I should mm-hmm. When he cuts her open with the roses and everything that was so so mm-hmm. effective for me. There were there were a lot of moments in this movie that really got under my skin. Ooh. And um, all as to what the cat was really.
0: Oh, yeah, the cat. The, the cat. the cat was. Oh god. But it <laughs> but it works
1: because you're just like this is really. I don't know. It just it gets, the cat's like dying when they find it. Like that's, yeah, the cat's not that's, doing
0: it. That's the thing. Like I, I'm just realizing this now. I was like, why did the mother kill the cat? I was like, no, the cat was just the, like that. Cat just went, went somewhere yeah. and hid and died. Like but, that's, oh yeah, because that's way, what cats do right.
2: when they're going to die. Yeah. They go somewhere and hide, usually and, in a basement, somewhere alone, and they go to die. Yeah.
1: And... So it makes total sense. I mean, but but just but but everything the,
0: kid, it, they, the kids like using it as like a look what you did to us kind of thing. It's like. very
3: twisted. That's, and that's, I I said at the beginning I didn't want to rewatch it, now I kind of do want to rewatch it at some point
0: because I want to rewatch it
3: from the perspective knowing the twist and then knowing the implications of the twist of the, of the kid himself blaming himself for everything that happened And because I think that's a yeah. really interesting way to mm-hmm. look at it and especially the scene where he cuts open his mother and then, it, does he, he takes out the, ro- or the roaches start, start crawling? Pouring out. Yeah, I mean there's, just, that's, that's crazy, like, He's like in his dream thinking I'm the roaches escaping from my mother. Like there's birth. a lot going yeah, on
1: there. It is. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. It's a really interesting child psychology. I mean it's twisted and gross, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I love that they're using really vivid and horrific imagery to actually like convey something deeper than that. Like, yeah.
0: So did you guys think Elias survived in the end? Or no, they all
1: died. died. That was my initial thought was yeah they're all they're all dead, and this is the three of them finally reunited and happy, I guess
2: that was the one part I did not like about the movie was just that like it was I guess somehow peaceful in the end. It was just there was nothing peaceful about the movie <laughs> other than and and I loved that I loved how how eerie and and gross and uncomfortable the movie was. Because I was uncomfortable watching the entire thing. Like, I was just like, oh, this seems kind of silent. Like, whoa. When is the shoe going to fall? Or, like, you know, like when there's is There's no the...
3: music in this. Was, like, no, there's a little, little. Yeah. there's a little. There's a little. But
2: when it is, like, in the beginning yeah. of the movie, when, like, the twins are out in in the lake playing and stuff like that, it is it is still very eerie music from what I remember. Yeah, it's, oh. well,
0: it's used very sparingly.
1: I know that. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it definitely is. But let's th-
0: let's recut this movie with the Hateful Eight soundtrack.
3: <laughs> the Django soundtrack. <laughs> Django!
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: but, Two and Talk that- kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like somehow uh, for the movie that it was, which is very n- strange. I can't. Kinda- and I don't know, off cough like it just doesn't seem like it deserves a happy ending. I think I would have been happier I, I think I would have been not happier or like more satisfied with just this weird ambiguous ending. Not totally ambiguous like or, it just like does the kid get out or does he not? Or like what ha- or, or to just me, I or think him running through the cornfield. What I the fuck happens to that kid?
0: That's the thing is is you could you could make the case that he is still alive and he's out there on his own. Like that's mm-hmm. like or, them showing or like her coming and embracing both of her kids. It could still just be him imagining. both Absolutely. Of them. Absolutely. Right. Of and it, it
2: would have been really cool of them to find a way to somehow where it's like. Is he now at peace? And because he thinks that he is his mom and it's like his mom and brother. And then. Somehow, like running off into the distance, like di- like almost like, is he still alive? And he's going off to the left, or is he going to the right because he's with his mom and brother? Like it doesn't it doesn't seem that open ended to me. You
1: wanted to feel more unnerved at the
2: unnerved- end. Absolutely, okay. you wanted to walk like, away with that. Like-, like like is that is that like sick fucker still out there, <laughs> or did or, or See, did was- he find peace? Is he now like? suddenly just like rehabilitated because he thinks that you know whatever which never happened but like or is he i was actually
3: oh
0: i think we just found out that this movie is a retelling of dr seuss's are you my mommy (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) but anyway tim
3: another austrian favorite um when they no, I was actually more unnerved by the ending because it's so off kilter the whole movie. And then uh, all of I a sudden. I
0: apologize, it wasn't Dr. Seuss and it's called Are You My Mother. It's E.D. Eastman, but P.D. Eastman. P.D. Eastman. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue. Uh-oh. These are very Uh-oh. important things For, Forget
2: your movie review. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I forgot where I was going anyway, No, the whole movie's off kilter. And then the end. I was actually more unnerved and creeped out by the fact that anybody had. They're all dead. But this was the one the one way the kid could find peace and in his mind or whatever. By killing his by mother. By killing everybody. By uh, <laughs> burning his mother alive. Yeah, <laughs> and by burning his mother alive and dying with them. I thought, oh, God. <laughs> like, that's the most peaceful part of the movie is when they're all dead.
2: You know what the ending reminded me of is Halloween 2. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2.
3: Oh, where they all come together? Yeah. When oh, they all come yeah. together.
2: Yeah. And I think that is... Well, I I don't remember how I felt about Halloween too. I think we. I, but I feel like I hated it, and which is why I hate no. this. No, no, no you I'm did not sorry. hate Halloween
3: too. I no, remember I it. No, I,
2: <laughs> I didn't. I uh, okay. Thank you for reminding everybody how much I didn't absolutely despise yeah. Rob Zombie's Halloween series. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for that.
0: Important to note.
2: That is so. That is the worst admission of my entire <laughs> life right there. I didn't absolutely hate. I them. wanted it on the main program. <laughs>
0: on the on the total record. It's here now.
2: And if you'd like to listen to what I felt about the Halloween series, listen yeah, to quite the, the Franchise. Yeah. Every, everybody
1: call and write and, and everything yeah.
2: in. And
1: say, Nikki, you actually kinda like that movie.
2: <laughs> but yeah. it did, it it had a the strange it did have a strange, like, Rob Zombie, no, no, no. like, Halloween feel to it, where mm-hmm. it was, like, super gross and gritty and uncomfortable, and then it's, like... Very you're... dreamlike. And then, but very dreamlike in certain aspects, and then the ending comes, and you're, like, how am I supposed to feel about that? Was it a dream, or was it a reality? <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> am, I so. <laughs> am I happy?
2: Yeah, exactly. Am I happy? <laughs> I don't think I am, but I don't know at this very moment.
0: <laughs> I think part of the reason that I felt like the mother didn't have to do with the accident, that the that the surgery wasn't part of the, the accident, um, it's because I read a thing that suggested that the first scenes of the movie of Elias on the raft and then he like looks mm-hmm. up and calls for Lucas and then it cuts to what you think is present day or something like that... Uh, they they got the impression that that was the moment where Lucas died.
1: Maybe he drowned in
0: the lake Yeah, or he something. drowned in the lake. And that, that's, that's why I kind of felt that, like, the mother hmm. the mother wasn't part. Like, the cosmetic surgery wasn't really part of that.
1: That's interesting. And it could still but. tie in with the fact that she needs to reinvent herself in a way. Yeah. Because her life is... Yeah, that's still... That.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still an extremely traumatic experience. But, yeah.
1: That's interesting because he does... He's laying on that raft and he's like, Lucas, yeah. Lucas... You know, yeah. yeah, that's
0: interesting.
2: So, also hmm. reminds know. me of old Jason like
1: Voorhees that. that way, and I like that. I
2: don't like that. <laughs> but, but I think I don't
0: like that. Talk. I think the I think the some of the clues in terms of them not being subtle enough. The idea that the mother, and that's what's so hard about this, is that the idea that this mother's being so harsh and cold to one of her two children. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I get it's that. immediately off mm-hmm. in a lot of respects. No, there so was. I don't know how I would have hidden it better, yeah. or mm-hmm. what I could have done mm-hmm. in that. Like, like may, maybe it could have just been a figure out a way to make the language sound like it could apply to two people at once instead of just one on one. But
2: I agree. I agree. It's yeah because like I felt like that was. Now, given, if if I would have watched this movie without ever knowing, like, the synopsis of it, like, mother leaves and then comes back and plastic surgery, different person, I would be like, what the fuck is going on? Because mm-hmm. then she comes home, and then I was thinking to myself at that moment, how long did she leave her children alone for? That's very yeah. that that, too. I yeah. was like, what like this is a big house in the middle in the middle of nowhere. Oh, and... I know what I. Oh, <laughs> oh. Would you like to interrupt? <laughs> no, me, Tim? sorry, sorry. I didn't no. mean to do that.
3: I just got really.
2: <laughs> no, but like.
0: Tim remembered I... <laughs> another P.D. Eastman classic. <laughs> <I'm sorry.
2: laughs> but like, I felt like, and I get it. Like, y- you don't have to necessarily set up the how the mother used to be. But then you see that moment, like, I think the very first, like, one of the first moments that you see where she's really off is when they're playing that game. Like, who am I with the post-it note? Yeah. And I thought that was very strange because she never, she never got the, the fact that she was herself. Yeah. And and like with the two children. And, and I, I was just like, that is very strange to me. And she didn't even want to play along with it. And then they go to bed that night. And then they play the radio. And it was like, oh, mom is really strange right now. Yeah, I know she is. And then they play that radio. Or, like, like the song that she had sang. Yeah. Like, I feel like they would have broken that up into two different scenes. Like, Ma- uh, mom's acting really strange. Yeah, I know. Maybe, well, maybe she's just tired or something like that. And then the next day, then they show... Her. I don't know. I think that yeah. they would have broken it up into... Different, different like scenarios where she was acting not like herself, then it would have been much more acceptable because then it's just like she comes home, she's acting different. Song plays and where you can tell that she is – Un, you can assume that she's a nicer person yeah. you can't even tell you just assume that she's a nicer person then there's there's a lot of like assuming going on yeah. in this and so i think that's one thing is that well like, while you're starting this movie you have to assume a lot about the uh, the characters and yeah. and then and then it's okay if you are assuming but if you're trying to like
0: the dissect out, them yeah. And,
2: and yeah and analyze them then you're going to have a hard time watching this yeah. absolutely
0: Timmy, you the yes. oh, yeah, Tim.
3: quick question for our um, international or maybe our Austrian German listeners mm-hmm. yeah. it's the Red Cross as pushy as they come oh across oh my God. <laughs> do they just barge into your homes and then go do upstairs
2: they, <laughs> do they go up to your second <laughs> floor Oh my god. Please write in
3: with the what what the Red Cross how they Seriously, operate in Yearland yeah. because yeah. Oh, here they do not do these sort of
1: things.
2: No,
0: no, they knock and maybe leave something at the door. <laughs> that
2: is an excellent point to make, Tim.
0: Youp <laughs> as the European correspondent <laughs> yes, Please, please. Uh, do the Upe. census for our <laughs> European fans. Yeah, yeah, let us yeah know. the
2: Red Crosses seem scary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never donated blood before, but I definitely don't want to now.
0: Well, they're like kind of tacit, like, "All right, we'll take this large sum of money that this <laughs> child." The just sequel to this film us. will be about
1: the, how evil the Red Cross is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Are they really the Red Cross?
2: We will. We will take your blood at any price. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. I think we've reached the end of our review of Goodnight Mommy. Yeah. Good so. night, mommy.
2: Oh, if. the only other thing that I wanna <laughs> say No, it's really, really super quick. The wallpaper in the children's bedroom was fantastic. It was like wallpaper of ants. Yeah. All over the walls. I, I was like, I that. need yep. oh rewatch it just for that. All right. It is amazing. Yeah, it's just like big like carpenter ants like on their wall. And it's all over it, it,
3: it was really cool. Was so awesome. cool Yeah, I wrote, so
0: cool. I wrote a very brief paper about ants when I was in like first grade. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. what did you say about them? Uh, we
0: can we can check it out after the podcast. I'll show <laughs> I'll show it to you.
3: I have some uh, I have some advice for uh, some of our listeners too. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. um if you and your significant other, um if one of you if you are hesitant about having children, <laughs> and like your other one's gung ho. Watch this and the Babadook duke back to back <laughs> and you birth
0: you're control j- double feature. Just
3: go here let's pop these movies in baby and,
2: and then and then, there and will and be no babies no and then no
1: somebody's getting a hysterectomy <laughs>
2: Either like a triple feature and then hopefully follow not
3: it, the dude. Yeah, that's true. Follow it
2: up with either Rosemary's Baby. Oh,
3: yeah, there's plenty. Or
2: yeah. Village of the Damned, and then you definitely won't.
3: Or Rob Zombie's Halloween, and then the other person will leave you. Oh, <laughs> like absolutely. I, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh boy. Feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com is where you can write to us, let us know what you think of the show, the things that we talk about. We're also at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Find us on Facebook and Vine and iTunes and Stitcher Radio and all that good stuff. MidwestFilmNerds.com has all previous 159 plus bonus episodes with full show notes and time codes so you can skip the spoilertary and other things you don't want to hear. Um... Amazon.midwestpodcastnetwork.com. Shop there. Part of your money comes to us, and we can make our show and network even better. Midwest Gamers had their top five. Their top five uh, games of 2015 episode out this past Monday. Very good. Go check that out. If it is your bag, uh, we will be back again with a most anticipated games of 2016 uh, later this month. So check that out. Um, next week, I don't know what we're doing because I haven't looked at the release schedule in a while. But are we getting Revenant? We are probably. Yeah, I think it is, it's probably going to be the Revenant. So that's expect that, but don't expect it. Because whenever I say that, it means it's not happening. Expect the unexpected. Yeah. So we're <laughs> we're reviewing the pest next week.
2: That's super expected. The pets and Pee-wee's big adventure. It's a, it's a
0: surprise we'll just, that it hasn't happened yet.
3: Let's we'll talk about all the hardship John Leguizamo went through like Leo DiCaprio did and The, yeah, the exactly. Rep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a back-to-back, adult feature. So true. Two men surviving in the wilderness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Kind of why go watch a movie.